Hi guys and welcome to Fiona Dalton's Irish Songbook coming to you all the way from here in Ireland to wherever you are in the world. It's hard to believe that this is the 10th podcast in this new series of mine and it's becoming more and more popular. I am delighted to inform you and I hope you can tell all your friends all about it or share it far and wide so I can build up my audience even more. My name is Fiona and I am a professional singer from Dublin here in Ireland and I am also a virtual tour guide bringing you a variety of online travel experiences all about my beautiful country here. My tours are about everything from Irish mythology and traditions to our literature and castles. So if you want to enjoy a visit to Ireland this year without having to fly here, then you can check out my website on www.daltonsmusicalhistorytour.com or my Facebook page at Dalton's Virtual History Tours. Each month this year, I will be launching a new tour and the next one will be in May. So do keep tuned in here for my updates. Now, on each of my virtual tours, I concluded with a live singing performance. And so to let you hear even more of my singing voice, we started this podcast and that is how it came about. So we pick an Irish song each week that I love to listen to and maybe even have sung in the past or a song that I've always loved and never actually sung. So it's a bit of fun for me not to only learn a new song itself for the first time, but also, as usual, to learn about its background and let you know the story of the song too during this podcast. So this week's song is a big favourite and it's called The Irish Rover. Now, it's really one heck of a song for both its wonderful music and extraordinary lyrics, but it is not clear about its actual origin even though it is credited to a Joseph Crofts and the only other fact is that a ship called the Irish Rover did set sail from Cork to America in 1806. However, in the song, the story of the Irish Rover takes us on a fantasy journey across the ocean, only to be sunk crashing into the rocks in a fog, losing all its crew and cargo. The size and contents of the ship are exaggerated way beyond belief and it is really is a fun song, painting a hysterical picture of what an Irish ship might be carrying to the New World back in the 19th century. It does list typical items like animals and clothing and fuel, but then the author adds in crazy stuff like bones and goat's tails and all in quantities of millions would have been one big ship. Then it gets equally satirical with a list of characters that would have made the trip quite a challenge to any sane passenger. We've all made those trips where you are stuck with a difficult passenger, but this lot, you would have made your voyage a day and nightmare. Paints the picture of a body drunken voyage lasting seven years, so they must have gone around the world a few times if it took that long to get to New York. The sad bit is that only the author survives along with the captain's dog and even the poor dog gets drowned in the end. Now this type of song would have been written as a mock account of transatlantic sailings back then. When sailors had returned from sea they would tell tales of everything that happened but with let's just say some added embellishment for the entertainment factor for those listening to them. 
It is true, sailors would have led a life of sheer adventure and helping themselves to some barrels of porter on deck might have been a regular occurrence. The older sailors get the more colourful their tales from the high seas become. Then give them a drink or two and you're really in for a land of fiction. And that is what the song is for sure. Now, the song did not really come to prominence until the 1960s, even if it had been written decades before. There is no real trace of the composer and when or where he lived. The first of its proper recordings was in 1959, but was from the famous Clancy Brothers, who released it in 1962, who really made it popular. So it must have been played just in pubs and dance halls in between when it was written whenever that was and whenever it widely became listened to in the 1960s. It has had around 30 version recordings since then and some have been very well received, like the more recent version from the Pogues, Dropkick Murphys and the Dubliners back in the day. It is also a song that will get you up on your feet as it is a real rapple rouser, as we would say, and your feet will just take you to the dance floor, whether you want to or not. I think the song was also aimed at an American audience, with the sailing date being the Independence Day of the USA. That is so significant. It also characterises a lot of the Irish persona with all the singing, dancing, fighting and drinking aboard the ship. So this would have only increased the stereotypical view that was held about the Irish abroad back then and to some extent it remains this way today. Well, we do like to have a bit of fun us Irish, but you can count on one hand the amount of times I've had a bit too much to drink in the last decade, so I am sensible girl here. The song, I feel, might also be a tribute to the regular ship loss at sea, either from fishing trips or sailings, as Ireland is literally surrounded by shipwrecks from olden times, even when the lighthouses were dotted across the coast, it would not guarantee a safe landing. Then, for crossing the Atlantic, you certainly would not want the captain to be drunk, and we all know what happened to the Titanic. So this is a happy song regardless because of its humour and melody and I hope it brings a joyful smile to you when you hear it. It is certainly played in every Irish pub and club around the world and will raise your spirits if you need some cheering up. So it's the first time for me to sing this and I will give it a lash as we say here in Ireland and I think you will enjoy it. On the 4th of July, 1806, we set sail from the sweet cove of Cork. We were sailing away with a cargo of bricks for the Grand City Hall in New York. T'was a wonderful craft, she was rigged for and naft, and oh, how the wild wind drove her. She had several blasts, she had 27 masts, and they called her the Irish Rover. We had one million bags of the best Lago rags. We had two million barrels of stone. We had three million sides of old blind horses' hides. We had four million barrels of bone. We had five million hogs, six million dogs, seven million barrels of porter. We had eight million bales of old nanny's goat's tails in the hold of the Irish Rover. There was old Mickey Coot who played hard on his flute when the ladies lined up for a set. 
He was tooting with skill for each sparkling quadrille, though the dancer was a fluter than bet. Witty smart, witty talk, he was cock of the walk, and he rolled the dames under and over. They all knew at a glance, when he took up his stance, that he sailed in the Irish Rover. There was Barney McGee from the banks of the Lee. There was Hogan from County Tyrone. There was Johnny McGurk, who was scared stiff of work, and a band from Westmeath called Malone. There was Slugger O'Toole, who was drunk as a rule, and fighting Billy Tracy from Dover. And your man, Mike McCann, from the banks of the band, was the skipper on the Irish Rover. For the sailor, it's always a bother in life. It's so lonesome by day and by night. That he longs for the shore and a charming young whore who will melt all his troubles away. Oh, the noise and the drought, swilling, putching and stout. For him soon the torment's over. Of the love of a maid, he's never afraid of that salt from the Irish rover. We had sailed seven years when the measles broke out and the ship lost its way in the fog. And that whale of a crew was reduced down to two, just myself and the captain's old dog. When the ship struck its rock, oh Lord, what a shock! The bulkhead was turned right over, turned nine times around, and the poor old dog was drowned. And the last of the Irish Rover. So this has been Fiona Dalton once again, bringing you a lovely bit of music for my Irish songbook. Make sure you check out my other songs on this podcast and I will talk to you all next week with another classic from the Emerald Isle. So take care now. Bye.